0: back to the dark side. I am Brianna. And I'm Paige. And this is Dark Adaptation. Did not say, I'm your host, Brianna, that time, because Paige is here. I'm here. And she's back with another, I'm sure, amazing episode. So, I hope so. pretty much, you're taking the reins because you're telling us the story. I am. So, I just get to, oh, my favorite thing, I just get to sit back and listen to you. Yep, we're all going to listen to me. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I love it. I like I work so hard every other week to write a great episode and I thought I'd give you a break and it's so much fun for me to just be like okay let me hear a story now Mm -hmm. I'm happy you're here I'm happy to be here I love that you agreed to do this every other month I'm glad it worked out that we could do this every other month and it's right it's uh right before Christmas so we have a festive theme kind of going on here we got presents in our lap we do and we have a Christmassy what do you want to call that fireplace ambiance? Yes, ambiance. ambiance on the TV, so it's like fake snow and Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. Pretending we're outside when we're warm inside, <laughs> yeah. And uh, you don't get to admire it, but your backdrop is this lovely Christmas tree, it is. It does give the glow to the room, so it's festy, 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 <laughs> it's festy festi- faking festi- here, <laughs> it's festy here, okay. so we have presents in our
1: lap. We do, yes. And I, yeah, I would love you guys to to open yours.
0: You're, first. Well, this is gonna be a theme. Every time you're on, we're gonna do something right Weird, Open, different. open something Unique. into the microphone. Oh, that's yeah. All the ASMR.
1: So we're really <laughs> switching it up with this podcast. Day is true crime. You got the folklore.
0: You got the cryptids, and you got ASMR. ASMR. And, and before we started recording, we were like. I think there's burping ASMR and we're sitting here and we're just talking and doing our own thing. And then in the background, you can just hear... Ugh. it's like what is that and dyson of course pulled up some burping asmr because there is an asmr for everything mm-hmm. 18 minutes of it and it's disgusting and it was um actually dyson's channel he's into burping asmr
2: it's a good money
1: making <laughs> well some people gotta sell feet picks. some people gotta have burp asmr right there's
2: a freak for every asmr
1: there is <laughs> are you kink shaming yes you shouldn't do that. Now I'm don't just, yuck someone else's yum. King my
2: is my camp, <laughs> so back off.
0: Whoa. Oh, yeah, it's a checkmate. Nice. Now I'm just wondering if there's ASMR with feet and it's taking oh, definitely, over like, my Rubbing thoughts. together and you painting it, them. you and...
2: burping, but you're questioning feet. No, it's fine. We don't have to go into this. It's or... going to be like soapstone on my dirty soles.
0: I'll be honest. I'm just questioning it now because I think that there's a niche I've missed out on. So. I
2: have a whole playlist <laughs> if
0: you want to hear it. And Tyson, there's a reason you're not on this episode. so. Yeah. Just <laughs> <all> this sad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm taking control today. All right, Paige, what do you think? Should I open mine or should Dyson open his or should we do it at the same time?
1: You guys can, whatever you would like, you guys can do it at the same time or if someone wants to go first. Okay, let's do
0: it at the same time.
2: No, you, you start and stop halfway through. I start
0: and, and finish,
2: finish and then you finish half your other oh round. my
0: god there's a formula to it now okay here we go it's such a beautiful wrapping job it feels like sad to just d- it no rip it. into it okay first i gotta get through this bow page i didn't tie it too tight so that it was easy to take off can i keep this yeah <laughs> love it yeah use it in our crafting later some asmr
1: Oh, that's so satisfying.
0: Ooh. Oh, I just punched the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm opening it. Okay. It's a beautiful, to describe for the listener, so a nice little box. There's a Christmas tree on it, like a rustic style. It's very pretty. I've opened the box. Now there's black wrapping paper and a little Christmas card. Can I open this card and read it to the people if you would like to? Well, I'll just open the card and have a moment. Oh my god, it's like a velvet card. It's so Four beautiful. Aw. Okay, I'll read this after so that I do not take up all the time. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And I can have my own little moment with it cuz I love cards. I think the- Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> opening the tissue paper. I see a Toby Maguire face <laughs> staring at me. And it is a Toby McCherub. It is. Oh, we're going to
2: have to figure out which episode that
1: callback is
0: for. It was Puck-w-G's. from puckwidge's My first so episode. Episode 25, right? Yep,
1: 25, my first and time. And
0: I always, 20. I am like so, I think it was last week actually that we were talking about how Anytime I can, I will find a way to reference Tobey <laughs> Maguire's Spider-Man movies. Wow. This is also the second t-shirt that I've given <laughs> you that has Tobey Maguire's face on it. So I guess now it's a thing. It was... Okay, it was last Christmas and mm-hmm. the shirt you gave me had the like... there was There's four squares and the backgrounds are like bright colors. Like blue, green, mm-hmm. orange, oh, yellow. Colors, yeah. yeah, like neon. And it has like the meme faces of Toby Spider-Man. And in episode 25 in Puckwidgee, I told Paige one day I would like to commission a shirt that is specifically Spider-Man 3, Peter Parker's (laughs) emo phase, on a cherub. And this shirt is exactly that. Thank you, Nick, for designing it for me. Nick, thank you very much. Um, I would like you to know that you are an amazing artist and you're... Capable of completely designing the weird shit that comes out of my head. So I'm probably going to have to commission more artwork from you. Right. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with this shirt. Holy shit. It says Toby McCherub on it
1: mm-hmm. above
0: okay. uh, Toby McGuire's face on a <laughs> small baby cherub with wings. With wings holding a like bouquet garland looking thing of flowers. It's a black t shirt. So, you know, I'm going to wear it all the time. Yeah. Dyson, do you see this? I
2: do see it. It's,
0: it's very much you i'm oh my god Paige. i have to say do you love it because i know you love it i'm obsessed <laughs> with it and also so after we did that pukwiji episode it was like i don't know the episode hadn't even been out for like four hours and he had already yeah he did designed this and that's yeah that's the design exactly. that he sent me He's he listened to
1: it as soon as it kind of came out he asked me what was out and uh, told him that it was, he listened to it, said it, he loved it. It was really, really good. He's been a huge supporter from the very beginning. And Amazing. Thank you so, so much, Nick. Yes. Thank you, Nick. Thank and you for signing that. And yeah, he sent that to me and I had to send it to you. So <laughs> so I
0: commemorated stupid. it into a shirt. <laughs> this is going to be a theme every year. I'm going to get some sort of sweet Toby Maguire. <laughs> oh, man, I have set the bar. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't know how you top this. So, people are probably like, stop screaming. I can't. I'm (laughs) obsessed with this. Look at his stupid little feet. I love it. (laughs) I'm glad you love it. I knew I had to fold it perfectly so you could see his face. I was not ready. I wish we video recorded this. Well, this this is why I at least wanted to get audio recording of it. Oh my God, Paige. This is the best Christmas present ever. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Nick, for designing that. It's fucking amazing. (laughs) I'm glad you love it. I can't wait to wear this in public. I'm gonna show. Of. up... For, okay, Mom, are you listening? I'm showing up for Christmas Eve dinner <laughs> in a Toby McCherub shirt. I'm sorry, but not sorry. She's gonna. Be, she's sure. just gonna be like, yeah. I expect nothing less of you. No. And That's then Dyson. Funny. Okay, Dyson. Sorry, I totally stole the show there. I was obsessed with my shirt. Here's the microphone. Hey. Is, thing
2: on? Is, it, is it on? <laughs> Hello. I'm okay. I. Got a dark adaptation shirt. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh my god. It looks gorgeous. Look at
1: the right. Here guys' everything. design. Navy mm-hmm. blue shirt. And I even took out the background out of the, the box part of it outside of the diamond. And so you can still see all the stars that were put into it.
2: It's gorgeous. I love
0: that. You love it? Yeah. It's
1: amazing. Oh good. I'm so glad you like it.
2: It looks so good on New a t-shirt. New merch coming
1: to you out there, listeners. <laughs> okay this is like but if we are talking merch and stuff if you want let's design it let's let's get it done
0: oh my god yeah, Why not? yeah. now i'm seeing it and i'm like my i have just gears turning like, I'm like
1: oh my god you could design a whole bunch of shit i know photoshop i can do whatever
2: <laughs> it looks so good i'm gonna wear the shit out of this
1: are you good i'm glad you love it
2: yeah i really yes? like
1: it okay good I'm oh. just admiring our logo. It's like well, I mean, I you're know, it really,
2: it really you're, looks fucking good, actually.
1: You're the producer behind it, right? So you're you're here all the time. You're always in the background, even if you don't say anything, and uh, <laughs> backbone behind <laughs> it. So when
0: he does say things we wish he didn't. That's <laughs>
1: <Yes. true. laughs> he's got to be that guy, though. You got to have one person on there that says what everyone else is thinking, but doesn't want to say.
0: The comedic relief. The comedic relief. Amazing.
2: That's. That's a really nice fucking shirt, actually.
1: You, I'm glad you guys like it. I'm yeah, and
2: it I, worked out. I'm I'm a little stoked because my other favorite previous favorite shirt shrunk in the wash. So now that <gasps> now that's no, happened, no. I've got an actual fill-in. I was just telling Bree that the other day.
0: It's a belly, top. <laughs> it's a belly <laughs> it's, top. It's a belly top. A crop top. He puts his yeah. He puts his arms up. He puts his arms up, and it's like pretty much to the nips. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's
1: drinking.
0: It's okay. It's you know, for some people. Out with the old, in with the new. That is true. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Paige.
1: I'm glad you Thank guys really you. enjoyed it. You're welcome. You're going to come it's over. part of my
0: heart. I love you guys. I love you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you you're welcome you're gonna come over next time we're gonna be like smells weird in here and it's because i'm living in a toby mccherub shirt (laughs) i'm gonna have to get you more i'm gonna just have to order more so you can just wear them every day of the week i just look like kurt cobain all greased up in a toby (laughs) mccherub shirt yeah and i knew you wanted black because i only wear black i really do and i love adding t-shirts to my collection i have a very wide collection of black t-shirts band shirts movie shirts whatever and now i have a A shirt specifically designed to what I love. Yeah, I'll just... Every year, I'm going to give you a (laughs) Tobey Maguire shirt. And
1: then you'll have a full collection of
0: personal Tobey Maguire shirts. What's better than opening up a gift and just seeing Tobey Maguire's emo face staring at you? Like, tell
1: me. And then you'll have them so long, hopefully that when you die like before you die you'll sign them and then afterwards you can they can be merched off because they're like oh my god it's from when brie and you know dark adaptations when they were just beginning these shirts are worth thousands
0: of dollars people are like why is it toby Maguire though oh there's they, they gotta listen one day will be so big toby Maguire will come on the podcast <gasps> that is the goal and he's only allowed to have emo hair don't you dare tell him I hate we him. We can
2: only oh, play
0: that one sound. <laughs> he's glaring over his shoulder.
2: <laughs> oh, I
0: could throw that into the audio. Actually. Yeah, okay, mark that. Bookmark that.
1: Okay. And, then, and we can present him his own Toby <laughs> McCherub shirt.
0: <laughs> He'd be like, I fucking hate this. You're going to see it in the tabloids one day. He's wearing
1: a Toby McCherub shirt because he's going to like, it has my fucking face on it. What? This is everything that we're like,
2: no, we don't want him to have the merch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he has to wear the Toby sure. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Did yeah. you hear that, Nick? You're going to have to make another one. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to make another one. Okay, uh, Paige, your turn. Yes, I have presents in front of me from them. So ASMR. Okay, now I can hear it. Ah. Uh, yeah, I like it. So satisfying. This one is from Dyson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, you guys know me. Okay, it's a <laughs> Zodiac Crystal Collection, and it's for me, a Gemini. Oh, mm-hmm. Ooh, they're so pretty. There's Amethyst, uh, uh Rose Quartz, India Gate, Black Obsidian, and Clear Quartz.
0: I saw the obsidian. They are gorgeous. Like, yeah. Thank you, Dyson. You're
1: welcome. <laughs> Love these.
0: <laughs> oh, so cool. going to wait for a full moon so you can charge them in the moonlight. Uh, yeah, I I missed the December one, so but it was cloudy. So yeah, always. Do? Every time we have a really pretty full moon or like a cool occasion, like a blood moon or something, it's always fucking cloudy. Every time, every time. So and annoying. then uh, you
1: see all these other pictures of people, and they're like, "Oh, look at this cool picture I got of the moon." You're like, You're like what the, "The fuck? Was- Where's?" What the fuck? Where's my view? <laughs> God damn. Thank you. They are
0: beautiful, Dyson.
2: You're
0: welcome. You know, this is actually Kobe's favorite sound, and he thinks that he's going to get a paper ball, so he'll probably come running. Really?
1: Oh, man. I want to I wanna teach our dog, River, to uh, open her presents. Like, we oh! taught Arrow to open his presents.
0: Absolutely. My mom's dog opens presents I mean, arrow used to know when it was christmas he mm-hmm. like christmas
1: day he would know when he would sit in front of the tree
0: oh don't
1: know how he knew that but
0: he did and he was waiting for his stockings it's because dogs are smart They're, as fuck so smart. and they know everything they are all the goodest boys and girls we were talking earlier
1: about um uh, dog versus cat people. Oh yeah! <laughs> because she woke up at like twelve thirty, yeah. and I had sent a message earlier in the day, probably like nine o'clock. It was nine. It was nine in the morning, and I was just like, "Hey, like, what time do you want me to come over today?" And then didn't get a response. <laughs> it was so almost like, one. <laughs> yeah, it was almost. It was like twelve forty-five. <laughs> And then you're like, sorry, I just woke up.
0: Straight up, I just woke up. Sorry.
1: (laughs) And I was like, that's fine. I mean, it must be nice to sleep till like 1230, but I can't do that. My natural wake up time is eight. Uh -uh. And she's like, I couldn't imagine I would die. I couldn't function. And I was like, well, then I guess that's the difference between cat and dog people. And it's so true. It's
0: accurate. That's accurate as fuck. It is
1: very accurate. I like dogs
0: too, though. But yes, I am more of a cat person.
1: Cats are independent. They can take care of themselves in the morning. The dog needs food
0: now. needs food now i need yeah. bathroom now yeah. i have an annuity and i need cash now i've got energy right <laughs> now <laughs> like, please i haven't had tea yet <laughs> okay here's your second asmr yeah this one is from me <laughs> i love it why do going i have to do an asmr section on every episode <laughs> just like once every other month with me we'll do this <sighs> <laughs> na, 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 na. Oh, oh my god!
1: <gasps> it is a tarot card deck. It is oh, in a beautiful
0: uh, box. Yeah, it has the empress on the front. I have. A, it came with a bag too. I have to find it. But in case you don't want to always have them in the box, you could put them in a bag as well. You gotta but have
1: a travel case, right?
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. You're I can't wait to see like the the artwork that's on here. It was, I was like, I oh, so want to open this and see what the cards are like, but I was like, that's I can't. This is her deck, and if you've never heard, you just wrap it back up with like tape in a bag. Oh my God. <laughs> you're like you're like I didn't open this. Why is this wrapped in cling wrap? <laughs> what it is weird. I can't get it open right now. Um your first deck of tarot is supposed to be gifted to you, Thank you. and you have it's been like mentioning like for this for oh, i really want tarot but i know it's supposed to be gifted to you and i every time you're mentioning it i was trying to play it cool like yeah it's important it's important anyway let's move on because i was <laughs> like i have already picked out a deck for you i'm gonna give it to you for christmas but i don't want to give it away and yeah this is the original like deck What's it called though? Something weight deck. The A E weight. Yeah, and it's like the O G starter tarot deck, and I like the back. Now you, I know, right? Now you have a deck. It's gifted to you. You can get used to the cards, feel them out, start learning exactly yeah. how it all works, and then now one's been gifted to you, so you can start expanding your collection. And
1: mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Yes, please help me.
0: <laughs> Struggling over here. <laughs> and yeah i forget who the person was on i love that
1: Where is
0: the someone you. on etsy like puts all of this together and like makes the boxes and stuff and is- i forget who it was but they did a great job
1: thank you thank you i love it this is awesome i cannot wait to get into this yeah Uh, thank you i love you guys you guys are awesome
0: (laughs) burping asmr (laughs) crystals and tarot how did you know
1: now you're set now i'm set oh my god yeah we're gonna be playing with these later get them in the box
0: i'll find the bag that comes with it as well and then you have the bag to put them in or the box or they put the box in the bag, whatever but I liked the box to wrap because it looks like the perfect little Christmas present So mm-hmm. boxes are always and I was like, I'll oh, put the bag inside the box, but the box is like perfectly fit for the cards and mm-hmm. the bag did not fit in it. That's so. okay.
1: Thank you guys so much.
0: Yeah, welcome. Thank you for I our I love them. I'm glad you love them. Thank you for our shirts. Um, you guys love them. Now everyone else is jealous that we got presents and they didn't. They're part of the fun. That's- you're going to open your presents soon enough, everyone. Is and that- you got ASMR, so you're satisfied. That I'm was sure. our present to you. I burped very loud into the microphone. What else do you need? Maybe what we're here for? <gasps> okay, Paige, this is where I sit back and uh, you
1: tell us what we're here for. Yeah. Okay. Well, first off, I would like to say happy one year anniversary to oh, you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I am so excited for you. I can't believe it. And oh, no. uh, the thing that you said about uh, being the rap for Spotify for your podcast perfect timing and you didn't even
0: know it eh? right it was just like worked out that way mm-hmm. that's I'd awesome never Ooh, Kobe's even in the background oh Stiff my stuff that's okay like, what this is a very weird collection of things Paige. <laughs> what have you brought in this to this apartment i can't talk about it <laughs> someone might hear you're like please stop putting this on record right now stop it <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But um, thank you very much <laughs> i can't believe it's been one year it's fucking
1: insane mm-hmm. And I would just like to say, like, what my favorite episodes were. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah for sure. Sure. Um, so the first one, I would say, uh, Danielle Belangi. Okay. I really loved that one. Like, just, like, a woman who, like, some fucked up shit ended up happening to her. She survived, what, 72 hours? 72 hours out by herself the- with her blood pack, stomach. Like, I cannot believe that someone managed to survive that. I would
0: have died for sure. Yeah, she is a fucking fighter and everything. She went through shattered legs, pelvis, and the Amasa back trail, I believe. and Dragging she- herself? Oh, my God. The <gasps> dog being by her side. The loyal dog. Taz. Taz, Taz. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, um... I don't know if her opinions changed since, but Summer, Summer's favorite episode was also that one. Oh, really? So far, from what I've heard, yeah, she's also a good listener. She waits every Monday for our Thanks episodes. For What's up, Summer? And she did request a an episode, and I have not forgotten. Don't worry, I just have <laughs> a specific plan with it, so don't you worry, Summer. You're getting your request. It's it's coming. <laughs> it's coming.
1: <laughs> um, and then I enjoyed Crazy Joe. Oh, Crazy Joe Neso mm-hmm. and uh,
0: Camp Hero camp hero oh you yeah. liked the little conspiracy montauk project one I did yes um do you like stranger things or have you watched stranger i have things? not watched it
1: um i always hear good things about <laughs> it i've obviously heard about like eddie and what happens and stuff like that. oh yeah partially but um i i like to binge watch episodes <laughs> and stuff so i always wait for like near the end of all the seasons the end of the complete show to really get into it you have amazing willpower <laughs> yeah i mean sometimes you just have to be in the mood for certain things and sometimes you're like i'm just not in the mood to sit down and um and like just watch like 15 episodes or
0: something and it's not like one of those um i don't want to say mindless shows but i mean a show like the office or friends where you just throw it on like a 20 23 minute episode where it's not imperative you watch it consecutively like yeah. one episode after the other it's like you miss details you can you just throw it on and it's entertaining and then you have to go back and then you keep going back and keep going back
1: and you're like now i don't remember what happened before that exactly i show I like am. stranger
0: things as an investment <laughs>
1: yeah i'm gonna wait for you know a few more seasons to come out and then i'll probably get into it and then i'll a couple of years down the road people are like you're so behind like, Yeah, i know you're good then whatever comes out next is is
0: the last of it so mm-hmm.
1: And then I wanted to say my favorite episode, like doing the episode, was
0: Mothman. I'm happy that you said that because obviously mine so far is Mothman. Yes. I think you have done an absolutely amazing job. You're very good at telling a story, at giving details, at uh, backing up what you're saying. You, I I love everything you've done. Research, so much
1: research to both of us. The The research is
0: awesome. Uh, especially with something that's folklore and cryptid, where it's so subjective and, like, open to interpretation in a lot of ways. But you do deliver it so well. Thank you. I try very hard, very hard for you and, um, guys. It, it shows. It's very good. Thank you. And uh, obviously, I'm going to say Mothman is my favorite that you've done. Because <laughs> I, first of all, requested Mothman. Second yep. of all, not I'm not super, like, educated or whatever on a lot of cryptid-type things. But I've always liked mothman since i was like a kid i just find it so fascinating mm-hmm. and then i had requested puckwoodgies as well which you did amazing on but I, I liked bloody mary second you did eh yeah oh that one really? was really is, is it cool. because it was like a little bit of a surprise for you i think that's definitely a part of it and just the fact that like the like, talking about a puckwoodgie is like a cryptid in itself there's going to be a, like history when it comes to like Folklore in the way of like indigenous tellings and the history of the Puckwidgee itself, Mm -hmm. but Bloody Mary was cool because it's like an urban legend, and the folklore behind that is so like, depending on who's researching it and who's diving into it, it's like oh it comes from this or it comes from that. Yeah, how far back it goes. Yeah, but yeah. Oh really? Every Um, episode you've done is amazing.
1: Well, hopefully you guys will like this one. I know I will. So, um. We're going to talk about kind of a legend today, and uh, this legend is based in Iceland. Oh! Ooh, she had called it earlier because I was saying
0: some names and she was guessing. At first I was like, oh, what is that, like Swedish or something? And then <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, that's Icelandic. And you're like, who knows? You have to wait. You have to wait. Oh, wow. Okay. We're always on
1: sync. Okay. All right, here we go. And then, um, so this legend can be traced back as far as like the 13th century in uh, some manuscripts. Whoa. And it's Iceland's longest standing Christmas lore to date. Okay. So uh, this is the story of Grila, her 13 Yule lads, and Yola Keturin. Yola Keturin. Yola Keturin. All yeah. right, let's do this. So um, the initial descriptions of Gr- uh, Grila is um, described as a giant ogre slash troll and having um, a beard and fangs, a tail and hooves, sometimes as 15 tails, um, sometimes large warts on the nose. She's very ugly, very
0: monstrous, very giant. I just um, want to know how you find room for 15 tails. I, I, <laughs> the tails I mean, will start growing off of the tails. Thing, right? Yeah, off the main tail. <laughs> it just be like a broom. <laughs>
1: kind of like a kitsune. 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 Um, and then uh, she also is told, like, maybe to have eyes in the back of her head. And sometimes she's as tall as a multi-level house. And others, she's just a giant woman. All right. And uh, her favorite snack? Children.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. of course. Of course. Gotta have that child scare factor in there. Something of a monstrous size like that must have a diet that uh, really sustains them, eh? Evil little children. Yeah. You best behave or else Santa won't come and you'll get eaten by Grilla. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you said Krila. Krila. Yep. Yep. Um, So
1: she is like the embodiment of fear of always growing hungry. And uh, she used to like, used to say that they, she lived on the edge of town and uh, she would go to different houses, begging or tricking parents into giving them her children. Oh my God. And she was known to offer a trade to the parents in exchange for that child. And the more the child acted out, the better they tasted to her. Oh my god. Yep. She would sometimes uh sometimes she could sway them with off, uh be swayed with offerings of food or would have to be chased away by the parents. <laughs> but she would always try and come back for those naughty little children.
0: I'm just imagining you're the poor unfortunate soul in this town that lives on like the outskirts of town and knowing that like oh my god. Yep. Kids don't play in the yard too long. Oh, whose
1: creepy house is that? Oh, that's Creela's house. <laughs>
0: Don't worry, my neighbor's just krila.
1: It's just krila. Krila. Yeah, krila. Krila. Like green la. Krila. Krila. Huh.
0: yeah, that's actually helpful. Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I try to spell <laughs> it phonetically so I can make sure I can say it right. Um, but anyway,s like attempting to protect their children from the ogre, the townspeople chased her out of the town, and she fled to the mountains to live in one of the caves in northern Iceland. Okay. And uh, throughout the rest of the year, leading up to Christmas, it is said that Grilla listens for whispers of naughty children and those misbehaving. If she hears too many whispers, during the Yuletide season, she leaves her home and hunts for that child.
0: Oh, okay. It's like the Icelandic compass.
1: Yeah, kind of. Oh. And um, kidnapped from their families, the children would be collected into a sack she carries (laughs) dragged back to her cave where she would prepare a nice big giant pot of crotch goblin stew are you goddamn kidding children's me Children's stew yeah oh
0: and my god she I would make a-, a
1: huge cauldron <laughs> yep and she would make well she's also a giant on top of that so you gotta fill it yeah. like little chicken bits floating around <laughs> in her stew <laughs> children's <laughs> children pits oh there was a little arm it's well they call it crotch goblin i knew love that <laughs> um so she would make enough to eat until the next yuletide and to share with the rest of her family
0: oh right i totally forgot there was a whole ass family here yeah that all as demented as she
1: yeah okay Good. oh for sure it's like the hills
0: have eyes she the is definitely
1: yeah she's definitely the matriarch of this whole thing and she's the scariest figure but she definitely has a scary family Good. Um, so she lives with her current husband, a troll named Lappaloudi. Lapelaudi. Lappaloudi. Lappaloudi. Who is beaten and berated by her and living in constant fear of possibly being eaten by Grilla. Okay, great. Because he's a man-child, probably. Well, she had also eaten her two previous
0: partners. Uh, oh, yeah, you did say current. Current husband. Her third current husband. Wow! So she yeah. eats children, and she's t- 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 when her husband's violent. talk back.
1: Yeah, she's she's a cannibal. Yep. <laughs> oh. And then Grila also has her children, the thirteen Yule lads, who come down one by one during the holiday to cause mayhem.
0: Thirteen little shits.
1: Yep. And so from December twelfth to the fourth uh, to the twenty fourth. Gríla's 13 troll children, the Yule Lads, engage in 13 days of mischief, with each lad participating in their own way. And these antics could range from mischievous to horrifying. Who? Yeah, and before the 19th century, the original legend was so terrifying to children that Iceland Parliament had to declare it uh, an outlaw that they could not use the story of Gríla and the 13 Yule Lads <gasps> to frighten their children around Christmas.
0: Are you serious? Yes. When was this that this happened?
1: 1764.
0: Holy. By the um, King of Denmark. When, you know, it's the 1700s. And like, really? Do they have any anything they really are worried
1: about? And they're like,
0: this story, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, you know that there are some dads out there during that
0: time that would fuck with their children. Absolutely. Because it was hilarious. It was entertaining to them. And also... Put them in line. Yep, yeah. Because their children are too scared to <laughs> misbehave. So the first Yule lad, Stekyoster,
1: um, his name is also translated to sheep-caught-clawed. Sheep, sheep-caught. Sheep-caught-clawed. And he would come from his home in the mountains and stay from the 12th to the 26th of December and harass any sheep that belonged to any household that he came across wanting to drink their milk. Oh. Um, And then during the winter, the sheep would mainly be housed underground to avoid the bitter cold temperatures. Um, And when the farmers heard the distressing calls coming from the sheep, they would know that he was near. (laughs) And though he is frightening, sheep Claude has limited movement in his legs as they are stiff. And um, Icelanders knew that. So um, they just had to wait him out until he moved on to the next farmstead when he came around.
0: Where did they hide them underground?
1: They would hide them like underneath the house. Mm. So that like the warmth of everything would kind of keep everything together and then they'd be sheltered. Oh, my God. Yeah. This so they could hear legs. it coming, the like distressing calls of the sheep from underneath the floorboards. And then they would know that. Um,
0: that is a nightmare to hear just, scree- just screaming, screaming, because I literally yes. picture like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And you're like, I hope that it doesn't get in mm-hmm. because
1: you just wake up the next morning and find like murdered or suckled sheep. Ew! Suckled, another <laughs> word that we don't like. Okay. What's the Suckled or Puckered. Suckled or puckered? T- puckered. I don't like suckled. Suckled. <laughs> suckled at the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I went straight for it. <laughs> that's what I picture. Yeah. So I'm like, little That's what he would do. Yeah, I know. That's right. And then, so the second Yule Lad is Gilyagur. Gilyagur. And his name translates to Gullygok. Cool. And so Gullygok would typically come around from the 13th until the 25th. Um, And this troll would wait in the gullies surrounding a house until the people were all asleep. And then he would sneak into the barn and steal or drink all the cow's milk. Okay. So So before it was the sheep. Now it's the cow. Really into milk. Yeah. These two. And um, so, if this happened, this would prevent families from using uh, the key ingredient uh, for many of their recipes. That's so true. Yeah. Okay,
0: okay, we got milk, we got flour and eggs. Oh, we have no milk. Great. Yep. Yeah, and it disrupts everything that you're trying to do, especially if you're making bread and whatever else you're doing, right? Actually, making food for your family, mm-hmm. and then also people Stews. probably
1: sell it as well. Make cheese, whatever they're making. Yeah. 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 And then, so the third, you lad, stuver, stuver,
0: stuver. I have to keep saying it, guys. Sorry. And uh, his name means Stubby. (laughs) That's like one of the missing seven dwarves. Yeah. Stubby. Stubby, he's abnormally short compared (laughs) to all the other
1: trolls. And from the 14th until the 26th of December, uh, Stubby would steal household pots and pans for any leftover crusts (laughs) and pastry that lingered on them. Ew! Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, so this could be detrimental to the family as pots and pans were historically imported and very, very expensive as Iceland didn't typically have any iron reserves or a mining industry. So some families, it could very well be the most expensive and valuable possession that they owned. Oh, I never would have thought of that. There's always an underlying like reason to it, right? So yeah, always make sure you clean the pots and pans before you go to bed so they don't steal your pots.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Because then what are you going to cook on, Right. That's so true. And then they already have this problem where it's like, well, I don't even know if I can cook because some little freaks, they drank all the milk. Drank both milks, took the (laughs) cheese, bothered them. Both milks. Both milks.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the fourth, you will add, the dracicchia or spoon liquor. Mm -hmm. So spoon liquor from the December 15th until the 27th (laughs) would break into homes and lick spoons, hoping to get every last drop of food off the utensils. And he is described as, like, ghastly thin from malnutrition, um, which is quite opposite from many of the other trolls depicted. So he is, mm. like, the
0: skinniest, the most uh, malnutritious one of all of them. So. Interesting. Yeah. I'm just picturing the one licking all the pots and pans, and the other one's like, give me that fork. <laughs> Not sharing. <laughs> teaming it. All he can get is the fork, right? Yeah. That's why he's mal- malnourished. Yeah. He's the, the other, runt. The other brother's bigger and beats him up. Exactly. <laughs> Kicks him with their stiff legs. Stiff legs. <laughs> Kick stubby with a stiff one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure.
1: <laughs> okay, so the 5th <laughs> the fifth one is uh and uh pot scraper is the name translated. And pot scraper we come from the sixteenth until the twenty-eighth of December. And he would break into a string of homes throughout the nights, scraping every morsel of sauce from pots, roasted meat left on the pan, any vegetables in sight, really any food left unattended. Why are they going after all of the pots and pans? Because they're horrendous and malicious <sighs>
0: and mischievous. Ah, oh, no, my vegetables. Oh, my veggies. <laughs> Kid's like, oh, no, my veggies. Oh, no, we're not going to have Brussels sprouts again. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: So this would hopefully encourage kids to finish their meals of food um, and uh, would preserve and sustain them throughout the long winters and nothing could be wasted. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So the sixth, the old lad, ask means bowl liquor, of course. And of course, so he would appear between the 17th and the 29th and he would clean anything left over from their bowls um, that kids used each night to eat like porridge or their midnight snack and they would leave the bowls under the bed. Um so bowl liquor would lay beneath a child's bed wait for them to finish their nighttime snack and when they were done would snatch the bowl and lick the remains clean. Ew. Uh,
0: I'm so uncomfortable with all of this. <laughs>
1: it's always the, like the thought of something reaching out from under your head your bed yep. with like a clawed hand yep. to take something
0: or snatch your foot is always terrifying to a child. And knowing the background of this that it had been just waiting and lingering under there, Until and they like, we were done listening to you eating and stuff. Oh, <laughs> it's like I'm taking this bowl. I'm taking this fucking bowl from this damn kid. And then the other one comes in and it's like I, I'll take the spoon. Yeah, <laughs> <I'll take> the, <laughs> any spoons left? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then like this tale is probably used
1: uh, to get kids in bed on time um, or limit any like late night snacking that they had.
0: Very true. Right? You don't want to have to sneak a snack in there because that bowl liquor.
1: Yeah, plus if your family's not well off and you don't have a lot, you don't want your kid going mm-hmm. in the middle of the night to be like, oh, I want more. And it's like, well, you had a full dinner. Yeah, You shouldn't be hungry, you little piggy.
0: <laughs> That's probably the next little you'll lad, little piggy. No, <laughs> little piggy. <laughs> no. Uh, the next one is herdeskittlier. Herdeskittlier. Herdeskittlier.
1: Herdeskittlier.
0: And it means door slammer. You have to have a door slammer.
1: Yeah. So from December the 18th until the end of the month, uh, door slammer would sneak in from neighborhood to neighborhood, from door to door,
0: break into each home and cause as much
1: chaos as he could while they were sleeping, slamming doors.
0: Honestly, hearing doors slamming is like one of my biggest pet peeves. I hate when people Close slam door. doors. I'm like, how childish are you that you're slamming a door? So then mm-hmm. the fact that you have this little shit in your house and you're trying to sleep slamming doors, mm-hmm. I would be like, I'll, that's it. I'm drop kicking this little thing out of here.
1: Plus, you're trying to wake me up
0: in the middle of my sleep. You're gonna get the wrath. Yeah. Just wait. Mm-hmm. I'll put your freaking stiff little leg in the door and slam it. <laughs> <laughs> a little stubby leg. <laughs> so the eighth yule lad is uh
1: and that means uh, skier gobbler. And so from December 19th to the 31st, Skier Gobbler would uh you guessed it, gobble all the skier. Yep. So um all different cultures have different uh traditional feasts that they have leading up to the holidays. And Iceland has one called Skier, and it's a thick and creamy like dairy product that is like kind of like a yogurt consistency. I know you don't like yogurt, oh. you had a bad experience. But uh, they really love it. And it's like not as flavorful as yogurt, but it has just like a slightly different texture. Yeah, I'm picturing like low fat, no sugar, thick Greek, like Greek yogurt. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Basically like that. Um, but it can be used as, in a variety of different ways, which makes it a very important ingredient for them. Yeah. And it's actually technically classified as a cheese versus <laughs> a yogurt because it has uh, rennet in it. Oh, yeah, interesting. And that's what makes the cheese.
0: Yeah, but then you got these other little shit yule lads who are out here drinking all the damn milk. Yeah, so how are you going to even make how the How are you going to make begin skier? With? Exactly. skear Gobbler is going to be obsolete soon because you're selfish brothers. Because he's, yeah, he's going to gobble <laughs> all the skew.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like skear is traditionally used as like a refreshing like palate cleanser uh, between mm. like heaviness of like the roasted meals and stuff, but also used to uh, in recipes
0: and, and stuff as well.
1: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta have something light in between the heaviness of the of the meals.
0: Like sherbet, what is that? No, we use skewer. Skewer. That's a kind of palate cleanser.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've never
0: tried it though. No, I'm not, I'm, I don't know if I would like it.
1: I'm not a big like yogurt person.
0: Maybe if you tr- treated it more like it was a cheese instead maybe. of considering it a yogurt. Like if you used it as a spread or like, like a marscapone kind of thing. Yeah, or like. Some people who just eat like cottage cheese, for example, That's and they, they just put like black pepper or a vegetable in it I, to me. But, gross, but yeah. to eat each their own. I'm not yucking your yum. Yucking your yum. Yucking your yum. Listen, I am. All right. But, There's so many better things to eat. <laughs> I mean, that is true, but
1: you eat what you want. You save the rest for me. Okay. So the ninth Yule lad is a Buna kriki. Wow. Buna Crikey. Yeah. And it means uh, sausage snatcher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have said that while you're freaking. I <laughs> oh, knew it was a mistake, but I thought it would be funny. <laughs> I only got a little sipping, so we
0: good. <laughs> wow, you threw me for a loop. You we're could. going pot liquor, pan liquor, spoon liquor, sausage, sausage snatcher. <laughs> from door slammer. Unicranky. <laughs> god Okay, <laughs> please continue. How whose sausage is he snatching?
1: Well, from December 20th until January 1st, sausage snatcher <laughs> would steal the popular smoked sausages called uh buga. I believe that's how you say it. Buga. Buga. Um this troll would break into homes and hide in the rafters of the ceiling, and he would wait until the sausages were cooked before he's swooping down and grabbing
0: them some sausage. So he gets he makes everyone else do all of the work for him, and he for just sure. gets to creep around in the rafters and then steal these delicious smoked sausages. Yep. Also, they're really into food. They are. They're very much into food. The door
1: slammer one is like an outcast here. Grilla's going to make you a big ch- uh, like pot of children's stew. What are you doing coming to people's houses? Yeah, she's a big 13 lady too. Days, days of mayhem each.
0: This, this, that, that pot of stew is going to be giant.
1: Yeah, You don't have to worry. It'll last you all year round. You'll
0: be fine. The, no midnight a- snacking at the Yule Yuletide. <laughs> I'm not. I'm snacking on the sausage I snatched. Sausage. Snacking on the sausage I snatched. Mother Greedla,
1: I found some sausage.
0: <laughs> snatched it. Snatched.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, sausages made at home in Iceland would be hung from the rafters to age,
0: mm-hmm. so it would
1: be easy for him to snatch them from the from there. So the tenth, Yule lad, uh,
0: Geyer, yeah, window peeper. That's upsetting. Window peeper. <sighs> Oh, you yeah. thought it could get worse, huh? You're stealing all the food and drinking all your milk. Yeah, well, now we got a peeping Tom, or yeah. excuse me, a peeping lad. I just imagine seeing these, like, ugly
1: ass trolls no. peeping from the corner of your fucking window as a child. I. And
0: then you see something under your bed and you go <gasps> and tell your parents. They're like, no, the Yule lads aren't coming for you. You can't catch a break because then you're yeah. also like, oh, I think I'll have a little, little snacky on this sausage yeah, and this. Maybe I'm not feeling well. Something creeping in the rafters well, at you. This
1: is Teared
0: awful. Over bed. This, yeah. ho- this is awful the worst story of the seven dwarves I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, these dwarves are so creepy. <laughs> so, um, in Iceland during the winter, there's only about four or five hours of sunlight in a day. That's uh, between true. Between that yuletide season. Oh my god. So, from December 21st until January 2nd, window people would wait for darkness to descend, and then this night crawler would peep into children's windows looking for things to steal. Mm-mm. Yes. Ew. Creepy. So and then you're going to like this next one. Really? Um Yul tad uh, lad number 11 is Gauta Theva. Gauta Theva. Gauta Theva and it means door sniffer. Okay, what the hell are you even doing? What is with the doors? The doors. The doors the rafters the
0: sniffing the snatching the, s- the, snatchin', the scooping the whatever. The suckling. <laughs> the suckling. Sm- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just suckling this it's skewer. Suckling with you.
1: So this troll from uh, December 22nd <laughs> until January 3rd would creep into home after home and with his huge nose, good sniff out his favorite meal, leaf bread, a thin and fried bread uh, decorated in leaf impression patterns uh, or any other like baked good. I just picture Lord of the Rings. Always <laughs> <laughs> sniffer. You hear sniffing from under your <laughs> no! doorway as the child? No. And then you hear scratching under the bed, and then you hear tinking outside. Outside, because the there's a, a
0: freaky little shit staring at you through the window, and there's a big nose. You can't even see That's the rest of the lad You just see a giant nose peering in. It's probably all warty like his mother's. Yeah, probably. Uh, yep. Ew. Disgusting. Also, oh, you got shit end of the stick. You got like, oh, I'm sausage snatcher, and I'll lick all of your pots over here. And then you're like, well, I'm door sniffer. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm important too.
0: <laughs> okay, sure.
1: <laughs> so, um, if your intricate designs on the leaf bread were well known across town, uh, door sniffer would be notorious for stealing the well-designed baked goods.
0: Oh, so he great. would hit up your house you would
1: hunt up your house
0: punish for being good at what you do
1: yeah exactly Rude. looking for that really crispy fried bread
0: i really do just picture like the llamas bread and lord of the rings frodo and sam yeah <laughs> the, the thing with the bread <laughs> yep there you go <laughs> um so
1: the 12th yule lad is Kit kroker Kit kroker
0: and his name means meat hook Oh my god. Let me guess, he works side by side with Sausage Snatcher. I think they're best friends, if not twins. I'll use my meat hook and... You
1: Sausage Snatch.
0: Oh god, this is so double entendre though, am I right? Mm, Right? (laughs) I mean, I mean, who named these things? Yo, get your meat hook over here so I can snatch that sausage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't name them. No, that's true it was made to be made fun of (laughs) so from december 23rd until january 4th meat hook would creep from behind doors under tables under windowsills or in any cupboard or pantry waiting for an opportune moment once the meat was cooked to use his hook and snatch the centerpiece meal but mainly he enjoyed the savory taste of smoked legs of lamb oh that was his favorite And it was also known that he would send his hook down the chimney and steal any meat roasting over the fire.
0: They are actually such a nuisance. They're like
1: parasites. They just come in and they are relentless until they get exactly what they want. There's nothing you
0: can really do. I'll be so fucking pissed. First of all, meat is expensive. Yep. Second of all... As we're getting older, I'm realizing my favorite part of the holidays is the food. Oh, definitely. And you're like, so fucking pumped. It's Christmas. You're going to have your delicious lamb legs or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck yeah. I've been waiting all year for this. And the th- goddamn meat hook comes in. Yep. It steals your like a Grinch lamb. and steals it through the chimney.
1: Yeah. What is he? uh he even takes the what is that? I can't remember what the line is.
0: The who hash.
1: The even the who hash. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the roast
0: beast the roast beast yes takes the roast beast everything
1: and then um so he also wouldn't be biased on what type of meat of course anything of course at that time he just take what you can get and other times he would wait until all in the house were asleep to steal any meat hanging or being cured with sausage snatcher well of course right if it's easy pickings then might as well take the whole thing i knew that they were
0: evil little duo
1: yeah and then so the final and the 13th you will add is cat Kaltesnika. Kaltesnika. And that means candle stealer. Okay. Well, I mean, finally, it's on diversity creepy, in the mix. But candles used to be made from animal fat. And he would steal them from children walking along in the dark and eat their candles.
0: Oh, oh I was imagining you taking a
1: giant vat of animal <laughs> fat and making it into candles. I mean, you did what you had to do sounds disgusting
0: it does sound disgusting but and then just gobble them up this is you said this originates from like 12th century uh grilla
1: comes from the 13th century the trolls are a little bit newer than that but
0: yes so uh, either way it's a time where Mm -hmm. you can't just flick on the light nope Like you're using every resource you have to the extent that can be used and you have candles for light what else are you going to have in the, in the nighttime? Or in this case, all day, since you only have four or five hours of sun Yep. and your candles are getting stolen. And they need to last as long as possible. You're like, the fuck? Yeah. And he would appear from
1: December 24th until January 5th. Yeah. And he would come in and steal all the valuable candles that were in the house as well. Um. And they would, yeah, use it all the winter long. So if they were stolen, like a lot of your other items, their pots, like imagine just being cleaned out by these things. Like you'd have nothing.
0: You wouldn't be able to survive the winter without your neighbors no you wouldn't there's no way i would be like on a fucking mission take these little shits down yeah, everyone's going for a ride. <laughs>
1: oh my god get your pitchforks yeah iceland is known for i think it's like being um the most open and aware of like supernatural kind of creatures because they have a lot of elves there as well there's like a lot of the population that believe in elves there mm-hmm. um and so they do like you know understand living in that balance of living with these with these other creatures as
0: well, right? And think- respect them at the same time because they could make it so much worse for you if they were pissed. That's so true. And I think that would make it even more complicated for them because they're trying to live this balance. And if you're a person living in this village with your family or whatever, you're kind of like, I'm giving you your space and respecting the fact that we share this area and you're coming into my home though and disrupting yeah, my life. There's boundaries. Oh, sorry. Your kids were shit, though. So now we have to punish everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you got shitty
1: kids. <laughs> um, yeah. And like sometimes when they would steal the candles like this would upset kids even more as there is now a chance that in the darkness, Grilla would come for them. And so they had more reason to fear the dark.
0: Okay. I was trying... kid
1: isn't scared of the dark.
0: I'm starting to understand why this was like an outlawed story.
1: Yeah. Especially without having electricity, without having the uh, technology that we have nowadays. It would be very terrifying to spend... You know 20 hours a
0: day in darkness in darkness yeah and nowadays we're so lucky Just jump on the internet google something mm-hmm. learn about learn about it from immediately but yeah in the time that this is so prevalent it's like it was a time Watch where it's on amazon yeah right <laughs> it'll be here tomorrow the time this is happening is so everything is like an oral tradition of like let's pass on a story and whatever yeah, and the importance of um, oral
1: stories yeah ugh. Yeah, so those are, like, the most prominent Yule lads, but there also could potentially be as many as 82 individual lads with their own unique characteristics. No, that's just an apocalypse. She really, could have many more children with the other husbands before that she killed them, so.
0: That's uh, true. And, you know, she's such a looker. She probably has oh. little men on the side. Yeah, but so she doesn't beat them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on uh, Christmas Eve, um, <laughs> they would all, like, be together. That's the only day where they would come in to town and be all together, um... Uh, 13 Yule lads, and then wreak havoc on the townspeople and their children. A menace. Yeah, are menace. menaces. And then, um, so over the time, like, the Yule lads image has changed from the frightening trolls that bring their meat hook along, <laughs> looking for a late night snack, to the family-friendly lads that wear traditional red and white clothes with fluffy beards, rosy cheeks, happy smiles, and that enjoy leaving presents for good children. Oh, wow. Okay. So they really turned it around Down after... 80. Yeah, within, like, I think it's the 19th century. It was definitely after um, the ban of the stories of
0: Kalila before. That's true. It's like, well, how can you completely outlaw a story that people are going to talk about? We can actually maybe try and rewrite it.
1: Mm -hmm. And they still have festivals to celebrate her. Again, she's their longest standing Christmas lore, And they still celebrate, still have festivals to celebrate her and La and the 13-year-old children. And um, also living with them is uh, Yola Katurin. Yule He is the Yule Cat. Well, I'm ready to hear about a Yule Cat. Let's go. Yeah, so um, Yule is basically Grilla's giant pet cat. Okay. Um, and earliest records of the Yule Cat ba- date back as far as like the 19th century. So probably came in a lot of the time with the, the Yule Lads as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's more of a lo- modern legend um, attached to the lore of Grilla and the Yule Lads. Mm-hmm. Um, so this bloodthirsty cat is as big as a house. Uh, with razor sharp whiskers and teeth, flaming eyes
0: and deadly claws. It sounds like uh terrifying. <laughs> I'm up, up as big as a house, like goddamn. Yeah, huge. And razor whiskers. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. And uh,
1: there's actually a poem about Yola Katurin, um, by uh Johans Yrculum. Kotlum? Johann's Kotlum I believe. Oof. Um, and uh, this version of it is translated and it was actually sung by uh, Björk, which is, I think, one of their more famous singers that they have in Iceland. I love Björk. Love him. I, her. Yeah. Her? Yeah. I oh, love, really? Actually, okay, you do. were being serious. Yeah, I thought you I love Björk. Okay, awesome. Okay, well, <laughs> then it was sung and translated by Björk. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is called uh, Yola Katurin and it's, it goes like this. So, quote, you know, the Christmas cat, that cat is very large. We don't know where he came from, nor where he has gone. He opened his eyes widely, glowing both of them. It was not for cowards to look into them. His hair sharp as needles, his back was high and bulgy, and claws on his hairy paw were not a pretty sight. Therefore, the women competed to rock and sew and spin and knit colorful clothes or one little sock. For the cat could not come and get the little children, they had to get new clothes from the grown-ups. When Christmas Eve was lighted and the cat looked inside, the children stood straight and red cheeked with their presents. He waved his strong tail, he jumped, scratched and blew, and was either in the valley or out in the headland. He walked about, hungry and mean, in hurtfully cold Christmas snow, a kindled heart with fear in every town. If outside one heard a weak meow, then, unlucky was sure to happen, all knew he hunted men and didn't want mice. He followed the poorer people who didn't get any new clothing near Christmas and tried and lived in poorest conditions. From them, he took at the same time all their Christmas food and ate them, so them also themselves if he could. Therefore, the women competed to rock and sew and spin and knitted colorful clothes or one little sock. Some had gotten an apron, and some had gotten a new shoe, or anything that was needful, but that was enough. For pussy should not eat no one.
0: Stop it, Paige.
1: Imagine if I made it up. And this was just my fantasy. This is exactly the words you were looking for. For pussy should eat no one who got some new piece of clothes. She hissed with her ugly voice and ran away. If she still existed, I don't know. But for nothing would be his trip if everybody would get next Christmas some new rag. You may want to keep in mind to help if there is need for somewhere there might be a children who get nothing at all. Mayhaps for that looking for those who suffer from lack of plentiful lights will give you a happy season and Merry Christmas. End quote.
0: That story was full of a lot of different visuals. It was.
1: A lot packed in there. I'm
0: very afraid of this cat.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, he'd steal. He'd take the time to steal all the Christmas food as well and eat them if they didn't get new clothes. A
0: cannibal Grinch. Yeah. Well, I guess not cannibal because he's a cat, but he's a murderous Grinch. Yep. And sent out by Galila, I'm sure. And yeah, for sure. And like every part of this cat is deadly. Can't even touch the fur. It's like razor sharp yeah razor, razor sharp uh needle kind of fur. And then the whiskers, obviously it's got the wicked claws, teeth. Big giant hairy paw. Like you're doomed if you see this cat. That is also, by the way, don't forget, as big
1: as a fucking house. Yep. And it's got flaming eyes. Woof. Flaming eyes. The hell cat. Hellcat, yeah, well big giant hellcat. Yeah. So some versions say that it only hunts children and others say that anyone who doesn't get any type of new pieces of clothing or a piece of clothing for the holiday, be it a scarf, sock, Little again, sock. an apron, mm-hmm. shoes, underwear, whatever it is will be devoured by the Yule Cat.
0: Based on that story, a poem you just told, it sounds like anyone is susceptible. Yeah.
1: And some versions also say that anyone with frayed or torn clothing would be subject to the wrath of Yola Katurin as well. Oh, No. Yeah, so it was also customary every year that farmhands received new clothes from the farm owner that they worked for. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It could also be like a reminder to finish up any like sheep shearing or tasks that need to be completed before the winter came. Mm -hmm. Um, Might also be a story to tell kids to keep pressuring them into finishing all of their like chores, their sewing, sewing, the knitting, the weaving before winter comes as well. Absolutely. Um, And then it might encourage farm hands to or farm, farm owners to give their farm hands clothing for the year. Yeah. And um, Icelandic winters are incredibly dangerous. And the legend of Krila, her 13 Yulads, and Yula Katurin is a warning to prevent children from wandering off into the snowy, dark nights, um, as there have been many people that have been gone missing over the years. It has been known that people go missing if you just kind of walk off into, into yeah. the snow without
0: a plan. I never would have thought of that, but I mean, it makes total sense.
1: I think there's like a um, an unsolved case of two people um, leaving and just going missing, completely missing, and there's four people that were possibly um like, tried for their crimes and like were spent like s- like two years in isolation like tormented basically to find out the truth and stuff it's a whole cold case about it but oh damn went missing yeah i have to look into that yeah it's, it's very cool mm-hmm. um so yeah the legend of grilla and the folklore that surround her remain one of iceland's longest celebrated christmas traditions um and so there are like modern versions of the folklore spins of the tale that instead of mischievous ways, they leave presents uh, in the shoe of a child that has been placed on the windowsill. So that's what they do in Iceland. Whereas we have stockings here mm-hmm. hung by the mantle. They have a shoe placed on a windowsill.
0: Like in and- Germany, you
1: put a boot on the porch. Yes. <laughs> and so each of those 13 nights, they would receive, if they were good children, a present in the shoe. Oh, um, and, uh, if they were bad, they would see, receive a rotten potato
0: instead. Gross. Ew. It's probably all creepy with like gross long spuds growing out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, like an alien potato.
1: Yeah. Something like mushy.
0: And if they're good, it's like so. It kind of stinks. Oh, it would stink. It, it, would, stink. it, would, it, would, it would stink. Yeah. It would be placed in there instead of our traditional coal. That's right. And then if they're good, they'd get like a little fruit or a nut or a little candy, Mm -hmm. something like that.
1: Yep, I remember always getting uh uh, oranges and apples from my grandparents.
0: I actually have heard that um it was such a little delicacy, clementines and stuff and oranges Mm -hmm. and so way way back when it's Mm -hmm. like fucking delicacy. It's so rare. To have like fresh fruit mm-hmm. in There's so many places get fresh
1: fruit so yeah when we were little my grandparents would give us presents and then also give us like some fruit with it oh well, yeah which was sweet so you kind of mentioned earlier uh snow white and the seven dwarves i mean it's pretty yeah. spot on right so well, there goes the stink bug oh yeah we've had a stink bug that's been <coughs> on the fan and now it's flying <coughs> kobe 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 did this happen during the first one too
0: um, I mean, probably. I think it did. I think there was a bug that was flying around. it just around. smash into the wall and fall on the ground? Mm-hmm. Dumb stink bug. i will trying to give this bug a chance. I've tried to save its life a few it times did. now. I don't want it to just die. But it is out t- to hurt itself. I just would have went, <laughs> <laughs> caught it, and threw it outside. and it be done would, with it. It would
1: freeze. Well,
0: the bug. Okay. If Kobe gets it, he gets it. Sorry, everyone. Yes.
1: <laughs> um... So Seven yeah, dwarves, so, yes. So wait, yes, yes. the seven dwarves um, <clears throat> who are each appropriately named for their distinct characteristics. Obviously, Doc, Dopey, Sleepy, and all those sort of...
0: Yeah. All of those uh, grumpy. I was trying to think of them. Doc, Happy, Sleepy, Dopey, Grumpy, Dopey, Sneezy.
1: Um, I wasn't counting.
0: Me neither. I think there's one more, isn't there? Doc, Happy, Sneezy, Sleepy, Grumpy, Dopey. Dopey. And Bashful. 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 Well, he doesn't fit in. He doesn't fit in. Bashy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this is might be the inspiration for the Disney version mm-hmm. of that from this folklore. Well,
0: oh, the witch is all gross and yeah. creepy. Yep. And Sorry, I'll let, let more, you tell um, the no, story. No, no <laughs> the input is good.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, you got the creepy witch that comes by and tries to kill Snow White. Mm-hmm basically a child right she's 16 i think right
0: oh yeah maybe for maybe? sure younger than that she's, i mean it's just probably supposed to be like 12 or something fucked up 13 yeah something
1: <laughs> so a child yeah coming mm-hmm. and, and meeting up with the seven dwarves and then also in season one episode 11 of chilling adventures of sabrina on netflix sabrina and her family are visited by Yule lads no way when their yule log is accidentally extinguished oh. from the fire and the log prevents the spirits of the Yule lads from entering their home during the season. And uh, in the episode, Sabrina and her Aunt Zelda uh, call for Grilla to retrieve her children. But she refuses to leave without uh, the child that they are currently taking care of themselves. Oh, God. I think the mother died. And so they... Spoiler alert. I think the mother died. So they said that they were, like, were going to take care of the children for now. And so Grilla, uh, the lost She's child... She's going to eat them. She's going to put them in a stew. Well, in this version, Grilla is a witch that made a pact with another in her coven to eat their two children to survive at the time. After eating their uh, Grilla's first and only child, the other witch went back on their word and devastating Grilla. She then wanders around looking to replace her lost child, adding to her collection of children, mm. the Yule Lads, after her husband abandons her. So okay. it's a little bit of a twist on the story. Um, Instead of eating them, she collects unwanted
0: and abandoned children.
1: Yeah, it's like all the same plot
0: points, just with a spin.
1: Yeah, with a spin on it. Yeah, a different take. Mm -hmm. And there's even like another take on the Yule Lads um, in a picture book published in 2005 and written by Carol Abersold and her daughter, uh, Chanda Bell, titled The Elf on a Shelf. Oh. A Christmas tradition.
0: Elf on a Shelf? Yeah. Oh my God, you're right. Anytime I see some, like, it's usually... On social media a parent posting about elf on the shelf those little things are assholes and they're watching children right they're watching children yeah and so
1: in the book it tells a story about a scout elf being adopted by children and the elf watches them leading up to christmas each night once everyone is asleep they report back to santa how the children behaved and this would affect their present status for christmas And so this tradition actually goes back to when Carol was a child in the 60s and had an elf that sat on their shelf. (laughs) And so the original elf was known as a knee hugger elf. uh, And it was like a pixie elf doll that was part of an American Christmas knickknack rollout in the 50s and 60s by a company called Yuletide of Japan. Cool. And they had like plastic childlike faces. You know those like creepy kind of like 60s child like where it's like the child's head is plastic the hair is plastic but the rest of it is like a
0: doll like it's soft yeah i do know what you're talking about <coughs> and so that's a, what it is a smushy with like face. the pink cheeks the yeah. rosy cheeks
1: the big blue eyes the lips and everything yeah so the hard head but the rest <laughs> of the body is soft and fabric and then it could easily sit on a shelf yeah and so um it was dressed in green cloth with green, uh, with uh red trim around like the hat and the pom-pom um, around the collar and on like the feet and the hands, and was placed in a sitting position with its arms wrapped around its knees. So mm-hmm. a knee hugger elf, and so knee hugger,
0: these... one of the Yule lads.
1: Yeah, and so one of these <laughs> pixie elves uh, could be placed in trees or around the room. Yeah, so that's kind of where her tradition of the of the book came from. Mm-hmm. And then recently in uh, the 2020 movie, The Christmas Chronicles Two. Um, the Yule cat legend inspired it, um, with a character named, uh, Yola. Oh, wow. It's a giant cat that injures one of the reindeer and chases after the main characters
0: causing mayhem. Well then, no, oh, sounds familiar. It's How do you Yolas. hurt a reindeer? That's cruel. I
1: mean, they named it Yola and the Yule cat is called Yola Katurin. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty. it's like act. a short
0: form. Yeah. That's so funny because we were just talking about Christmas movies and you're like, Christmas Chronicles 2. And I was like, huh? I didn't yeah, know that I was it was a second one. Perfect. Seen I'm going to tell first you about it. One. Cool. Yeah. So from kids' perspectives, this would
1: be absolutely terrifying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Especially, again, if your parents really played it up. um And like, I know I would. Just like the parents do for Elf on a Shelf, right? They have the Elf on the Shelf, like you know baking snow angels in a flower
0: or Uh, hanging from the ceiling yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking back on ones i've seen i've seen straight up evil elf on a shelf draw on a kid's face while they were sleeping oh my god i've seen those videos it's so funny it's not funny it's not funny i gotta go to school i gotta go to school (laughs) it's hilarious it's not funny
1: (laughs) so yeah um I guess this is it. Just like, you know, kids, remember to behave for your parents. Yeah, all the kids listening. Why are you listening? Uh, one, <laughs> it's, it's too late. Your bedtime has passed. Go to bed. Two, I think I said fuck a lot. So,
0: oops, I said yeah, it again. lots
1: of disclosures here. Um, and uh, yeah, they might send grilla after you. Um, and just remember, the law made in 1746 only applies to Iceland. So if you're anywhere else, oh. please feel free to use this folklore into scaring your children into behaving yeah let's. it is encouraged
0: i encourage it like, yeah. i want to see some yeah, I'm, I'm elf on a shelf cool that's fun i want to see some 13 yule lads fucking up some shit yeah imagine if you had like a bunch of the
1: like the 13 yule lads as like, little <laughs> dolls that you could place around and there was like one licking a spoon and there's <laughs> one and you just like bring them out on like christmas eve yeah and they are because that's the only day where they're all together right
0: someone out here is like oh you know i've had the same pots and pans for a long time kind of they're not really non-stick anymore they're in pretty rough shape just ditch them and be like oh god they came and stole my pots and pans i guess i need a beautiful new set for christmas oh
1: look at that or you could just uh, burn something while you're cooking oh. and just be like i need new pots and
0: pans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> god, I swear i didn't mean to burn didn't it didn't mean to do this a yule lad came down and tried to swipe my sausage while i was cooking you <laughs> stole my sausage meat <laughs> hook came down that's but, great. that was yeah. great that was very entertaining
1: i'm glad you liked it a little Christmassy kind of version i know you guys had mentioned kind of krumpus before and i was like krumpus i think is like one of the more kind of overplayed like
0: opposites to santa claus so everyone I wanted to do krumpus. something
1: different and surprising so
0: and folklore of course of course and kind of cryptid uh, at the same time because creela is
1: pretty fucking scary if it was bad enough for the um king of denmark (laughs) to make a law to absolve to stop parents from doing this
0: and and telling scary stories they must have been playing up hard (laughs) yeah true this town is just in a a mayhem there's pandemonium with it
1: (laughs) i mean i mean some kids gotta learn some things
0: but that's for a lot to come into place like that, a lot of kids were traumatized. I was just going to say, kids got to learn, but at the sake of traumatization, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not that far. Maybe not, you know? So the elf drew on your face. You'll get over it. It'll but It'll wash off. T- t- thinking something lives under your bed and is stalking you through your window and is going to have put its big nose under the door. <laughs> <laughs> too much it's too much (laughs) gotta have the effects that's not one thing that's fucking around it's 13 13
1: yeah can't catch a break 13 days
0: each that's true and some of it's overlapping
1: yeah the one day overlaps so they could all just kind of like come into one house wreak havoc at once and leave or you could just get 13 plus days of mayhem oh thank you because you could get the the first one um stecky i to come in first (laughs) and then later you could have like uh um Oh my gosh i have to remember like oh the, lord i, I need the phonetic spelling oh. i need um coming in with his meat hook no it's not i picture it like, like a captain hook
0: like no it's like a, a hook, hook that he
1: has he doesn't have it for a hand it's just like a <laughs> hook that he can send down on a rope and right and snatch up your meat from the chimney
0: Brood, yank it up yeah why am i hungry because we haven't eaten yet <laughs> Sausage skier i don't want that though i'll be honest i milk don't want from that the teat. i want to suckle on some suckle milk Suckle on some you I'm pretty hungry i think i'll suckle some milk now that's so fucking gross <laughs> it is gross isn't it
1: but if anyone else out there has any suggestions on mm. what kind of cryptids or folklore you want me to check out next please you know let us know we're available hell yeah we
0: okay <laughs> jesus christ I'm use sorry. your words I had like eight thoughts at once and they're all (laughs) rushing for the door and they just got wedged in it. Okay. We can be reached on Instagram at dark adaptation podcast. You can message us there. If you have a case suggestion, I'm on the Instagram. Dyson is on the Twitter. He's at dark adapt pod on the Twitter, on the Twitter. You can send case suggestions there. It's like the easiest places to reach out. But of course, you know, we have a website darkadaptationpodcast.ca and on the website it's like got sources, photos, a shop where we have a patch
1: and hopefully we'll have merch at some point. Oh my god. We're talking about it now. Looking at that shirt
0: I'm like damn. That,
1: that, that logo was meant to be on a shirt. It is meant to be on a shirt.
0: Look at looking It actually looks like it's glowing too. Like you'd look at that and be like is it glow in the dark? Because it kind of looks like it. That would be like the stars if it was glowing. Oh, That'd be so we're all gonna go bowling it's gonna be glow-in-the-dark bowling the
1: dark like
0: the writing of
1: it just (laughs) highlighted oh it would be
0: beautiful (laughs) Great ideas over here we got lots of ideas flowing flowing it sounds awesome yeah and um uh, what else
1: you know i had a little side note because i i think it was on um maybe it was on the anniversary one you said dark love dark love yeah i would just like to say i loved that mm. i think it's such a cute little catchphrase thing i think we should keep going with that i think it's so cute it's so like with this podcast thank you i just had to put my two cents in with that
0: i like that yeah i've been saying that if like people leave like messages or reviews or something i'll say like dark love from us if people buy a patch um the handwritten note that i send is signed off like dark love brianna oh so. that's cute yeah i like that i'm glad you like it i do Well, dark love uh, from all of us here at Dark Adaptation. We're going to take the next week off for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is a little Christmassy episode to get you in the mood. And even though we will be off next week, we are going to sort of like republish past episodes that um, were either like fan favorites or a good series to sort of pass the time in case some people... Are, yeah some people might have missed it That's some people fun. who are like newer listeners um i'm somebody who likes to start from the beginning and work my way but other people just tune into wherever so whichever episode interests them the most yeah we're gonna look pick make a little curated pick of the good episodes to share for the time that we have off at christmas so oh, that was fun um i'm happy that you were here page to sort <laughs> of really round out the year because that means our next episode's is going to come out in the new year because we're taking the two weeks off
1: that's fun I and have. you guys deserve the two weeks off too you guys have worked so hard so <laughs> thank you from listeners as well because i <laughs> declare myself and i am a listener yep. so thank you so much for doing this podcast like i've had so much fun listening to you guys and just keep it up
0: that's awesome thank you i'm you glad you should that... be
1: so proud of yourselves oh
0: tyson and the what? 15, 000
1: uh, downloads is that what it is Fifteen thousand.
0: Uh,
1: I think I think that's what you guys said. Almost 15,000. I think so. I think that is what Dyson said. Right about that. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you guys so 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 much from the bottom of our hearts for doing this.
0: You are so welcome, Paige. Thank you for being a part of it as well. I'm so happy too. And um, yeah, I guess we'll see everyone else in the new year. Yeah. Merry and Christmas. Of course. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa.
1: Happy Boxing Day for those that celebrate. And happy Yule Tide. Yuletide.
0: That's what I was gonna say too. Happy Yule lad. I mean Yule Tide. Yule Yule Lads. What? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sending them to your house, I swear. All right, everybody. We'll catch you on the dark side in the new year. And in the meantime, make sure you follow us on social media. You'll be able to see the schedules that we're going to put out for January. And yeah, everyone have a safe, happy, merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate. Honestly, I just hope everyone has fun with their friends and family and eats a lot. I was just going to All say. the
1: food. <laughs> Eat all of the food. Eat that skier. <coughs> all the skier. <laughs> Snatch that sausage.
0: Do it. Eat that like a lamb. <laughs> all right. Bye, everyone. Thank you